Hoosier Nation, what's up? Welcome to another edition of Hoosier Court Pod and Indiana Basketball Podcast. Jeff and Ben here, winning edition. If you turn the game off at halftime, you missed something. It is a winning edition. Indiana goes into Columbus needing a win to salvage anything of a semblance of a season, and they get it 76-73. Ben, your initial thoughts? I know you you uh, had had to miss the first half or so of this game, and so you, you showed up for the best part, but, but what are your thoughts? Tell us about your night and, uh, you know, your initial reaction. Well, sure. Uh, Tripp's uncle gave me uh, tickets to go see the uh, George Tech Wake Forest game, which I went to go see. And uh, I was thankful for the tickets. However, uh, Georgia Tech at one point was shooting 4% from the field on the game. They were one of 22. Have you ever seen that, Sherm? The team be one of 22? <laughs> Not even IU's done that. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean. yeah. So, uh, anyway, I have some thoughts on college basketball in general and what I think we should do. I don't know if you want me to share that now or later. Well, let's let's jump into the IU part and then at the end let's uh, wrap with the future okay. direction because I, I think we're still going to be talking about, you know, in a vacuum, right? I, I don't want to miss the excitement and the exuberance and, and I'll share too. So you know me. I'm a psychopath IU basketball fan. Also a big Pacers fan. Currently, Did you break Pacers. anything at halftime? No, no. I actually, I asked my son, I said, okay, do you want to watch Pacers on the big TV? And I, which, what do you want to do? Are you on the big TV or Pacers? He's like, Pacers on the big TV. Are you on the small? I was like, okay. First time I've ever done that, I think. And, you know, maybe that's the way to go. I had the sound off. I had Kristen Aaron and Quinn Buckner on the big TV. I had Robbie Hummel and uh, Jack Collinsworth muted, although I do like both those broadcasters. Yeah. And, um, turned it down and listened. And I was watching in disgust for the first half. And then I was like about 15 minutes left in the second half. I'm like, something's different with this team. What's going on here? There's effort. There's intensity. There's drive. There's passion. There's defense. There's people hitting shots. There's guys getting, you know, making plays. Namely, Malik Renew, Trey Galloway. I should probably start with Trey Galloway, Malik Renew, and damn, Anthony Leal. The kid's gotten an opportunity, and he has seized it two of the last three games. And he's earned the right, in my opinion, to start in West Lafayette on Saturday. What say you? Well, I mean, <laughs> it's either him or the stat sheet stuffer, so I would go with him uh, over uh, a guy that – I mean, I didn't even see the first half, but I would, when I look at the stats uh, – We're staying positive here. We're staying yeah. positive here. Okay. Positive. But what, what I'm I would saying do, is, I don't think we lose anything by starting Leal. Yeah, I think you you start Galloway at the one, Leal at the two, and Baca Ware and Renew. It actually, you know, the way Purdue likes to play. And I have Leal all over Lawyer like stink on uh, crap, you know, yeah. all over him. He play, People knocked Leal's defense. He was rock solid. I mean – Rock damn solid and, and defensively. Two blocks, yeah. He had the he had the steal late. Yeah. He had the steal late. Um, you know, to to kind of seal it. And then I don't know what happened to Khalil Ware. I hope he's okay. But it looked like he almost like his knee buckled on that. I was like, oh my God, are we gonna miss a wide open lamp? They're gonna come down. And then who got the rebound? It went to the free throw line. Anthony Leal. Yeah. 
I mean, he was just there, and I saw – And he made those two free throws. Exactly. Yeah, he had missed one earlier and came back, but he scored the last six points of the game. I mean – I will I will tell you, I think we got away with the travel on where – because he got injured. Because he did take, like – I don't know, it looked like three and a half steps. <laughs> well, no, it's just his stride, man. Go back and watch it. But it's – I, I think if we rewind these tapes back to early in the year on Hoosier Court Pod, you would hear a certain someone saying, hey, why don't we give Anthony Leal minutes? What do we have to lose? You know, our guard play is not really anything to write home about. And, I mean, there's a lot to talk about those three uh, guys. I mean, Leal, I mean, obviously Galloway and Renew, the statistics, but Leal, the big shot, Galloway to have the confidence. What were your thoughts? Galloway's driving lane, kicks it to Leo in the corner for an open three. What are your thoughts? My thought was first, who's in the corner? Second, oh crap. And then third, it looked good. Like it looked good off the, the, the like he's got a good looking shot. I mean, I mean, good. honestly, on this roster, I don't think there's anybody else I'd want shooting that. Maybe, maybe Galloway the way he was playing. Uh, yeah. But, you know, Mbako was 3 of 12. Ware was 3 of 10. Like, Galloway, 9 of 15. Renew, 8 of 15. Anthony Leal, 100% from the field, one for one. I'm fine. Hey, hey, son, put it up a couple more times, okay? You're okay to shoot that, and I get it. With but he did – Anthony Leal sands one turnover he had early in the first half when everybody was playing horrible. He played a perfect game. Floor game, defensively. Position there's a there's a breakdown on Twitter um, from Ant Wright that breaks down the defensive scheme that shows how well Leal played to the scouting report late and forces a bad shot from Ohio State and I, I just you noticed it throughout the you just saw it and and it started with the intensity at the at the you know the head of the snake if you will with Galloway was just he was playing the way he should play every week every game. And I was just really damn impressed with the effort and intensity that Indiana brought for the last 15 minutes. And I was even thinking about, even if they had lost, like I couldn't ask for anything more than the way they played in the last 15 minutes there. You got to bring that same thing to Purdue on Saturday. Now, quick question, sure. Obviously, where was not a hundred percent this game, right? He must've been like 75 kind of gutting it out because he only played foul trouble. Minutes. Foul trouble. It was foul trouble, and the Mike Woodson, hey, you get two fouls, you're just out for the rest of the game. He's got to throw that out the window. We don't have enough players on the roster to do that. Like, if Ware gets two against Edie, you just got to keep him in there, I think. Because what happened to us the last time you played Purdue? You, you benched him, yeah. and then we were out of it. So, like, if, if yeah, Ware – If he gets his third – Yeah, if, he, if they get their third in the first half, okay, it's time to take him out. Um, but you, you can't afford to bring Peyton Sparks into the game um against Edie. You can't really afford at this point the way Anthony Walker's playing to play him. You can't really afford to play CJ Gunn in the backcourt. I mean, it's really a without Xavier Johnson and, and Woodson did say after the game that that he's, you know, doubtful. He's out indefinitely. He had a brace on his his left elbow. So I don't see him playing anytime soon. So in my opinion, it's a, it's a it's a six man team. But I think Walker being your seventh option. Leal and Walker's all the guys I'm comfortable with playing off the bench. I mean, what do you think? 
I mean, yeah. I think we got to play the rest of the season like we got nothing to lose because technically we don't have anything to lose. Like, if the guy gets two fouls in the first half, you can't just be like, oh, we're going to sit him the rest of the half because if we're down 30, it doesn't really matter if he comes back the second half. Like, that's what happened last time at Purdue. We got to just play like our pants are on fire. Just go just go for it. Do whatever we can to win, you know, whatever game we can left. Uh, as far as the bench goes, I don't know what's going on with Walker. He didn't really shoot the ball. Uh, so. He's out. He's out of rhythm. Like it's, yeah. you know, that's a quad one win because it's a, a top seventy-five on the road is a quad one win. That's Indiana's first quad win of the year. Ohio State now. Just looking at the new net rankings, Ohio State's a seventy-three. They've got to stay in the top seventy-five for that to be a quad one win. I know I'm crazy for even bringing it up. Indiana moved up to 99. I mean, it's going to take – but you look – I'm just telling you. Wait, wait. Dude. You're telling me this was our best win of the year? Uh, statistically, no. Based on net rank – based on quadrant. So quad one is on the road, it's top 75. Neutral, it's top 50. And at home, it's a top 30. So, I mean, statistically, based on net rankings – it's up there. I mean, our best win is is based on net is Iowa, but we have opportunities against Nebraska. We have opportunities against Michigan State, Wisconsin, at Purdue. I mean, let's be honest. Indiana has any shot of making like turning this back around, right? You have to the win lost. Of, you have to win at Purdue. Yeah, and that I mean that's a tall task with six guys. Uh, but. I know coaches that say when it gets late in the year, I only play the guys I can trust unless I absolutely have to go into the bench. And I think right now there's without Johnson and I don't, I mean, Johnson would play if he's healthy, but cups is going to play out of necessity. I mean, he's a better option than gun at this point, or, you know, banks doesn't even play anymore. He's portal bound guns, portal bound Walker's graduating sparks. I mean, he's just a guy to come in and foul Edie. Uh, I could see him getting a few minutes just to come in and foul, but uh, I I go with the guys. I mean, I'm saying to renew and where you're playing 40, you're playing 40 and Baco, you're playing 40, maybe 35, get walked. What what, what's the word on where after the game? He was going to check. He was checking back in there late. I think he just like stepped wrong and it looked, it's one of those where you, you know, you ever trip when you're walking down the street, yeah, and you try to make it look like you it was what you were trying to do. I think that's what Ware did. I don't think there's any structural. I think it was, hey, that looked really bad. I'm gonna. I hope he's not hurried. I, he was checking back in there late, so, um, and then they pulled him back. But I think I think he'll be okay. Mm-hmm. So, so let's talk about Trey Galloway, our boy. We have beaten that guy to shreds on this podcast many, many times. And I got to tell you, that's the best game he's played in an Indiana uniform, including the one against Kansas this year. His effort, intensity, defense, you name it. Uh, I mean, he had a couple turnovers, but you just didn't notice them because they were effort plays, four assists, six rebounds, steals, four for four from the free throw line for him right? His big three of four from three. I mean, he was shooting it with confidence. I'm like, who is this guy? He's like, shoots it. And he's like stepping back. Like he's Steph Curry. I'm like, who are you? Where has that been? We could use it, but I'm telling you, man, 
I think like he knows this is it. Like this is probably it for him. I mean, yeah, he could come back on a COVID year if he wanted to, but I don't like, I think he like, maybe he realizes this is it. Like let's, I got eight games left plus big 10 tournament and any type of postseason, you know, an NIT or whatever. Uh, maybe, maybe something's clicked with him. I don't know. It's, I mean, it could be. He played two games this year out of his mind. This and this in Kansas. He's had a pretty decent year. I'll give him that. But you got to shoot better threes and free throw percentage. But all in all, I mean, he's been by far our best guard. I mean, I don't even think he was playing out of his mind last night. He just was playing hard and well. Yeah. Like it was within the flow. He wasn't. Like the shots he was taking were in rhythm. The passes he was making, the one he made to Leo in the corner was in rhythm, right? Leo, and I saw on Twitter somewhere, maybe it was Chronic Hoosier or something, he said, pass the armband captain to these two. Like, I agree. Let these two be your guards for the rest of the year. They've known each other forever. They've played together forever. I think you have a better chance than, you know, counting on a freshman uh, in cups that, he just does not look right shooting the ball in the first half. I mean, you know, if we want to, you know, be a little bit negative here is what do you, why are you fading five feet to the left on a jump shot? Like stop square up and shoot the ball. Like, I don't know what that is. He had an in and out three. He did have a nice drive to the basket. That was his only make of the night um, that I thought was, you know, a really nice play by cups. Um, But he, he had some foul trouble, but, he just has foul trouble because he can't like, – he's not strong enough. Like, he couldn't stay in front of some of their guards. Where the foul trouble got him out of rhythm, I mean, if you told me we had, where had six points and one rebound, I'd been like, we got our doors blown off. But um, I do want to talk about Malik Renew. Your thoughts there? Yeah, Malik Renew, he's said it all year long. You get him the ball in his spot he, where he turns his left shoulder to the basket – it's a bucket every time. If you, we just can't have the only thing that drives me nuts about Malik Renew, and it might not be his fault, is when he's running out after these three point shooters and when he has the ball at the top of his key and he tries to do too much because he's not, he's not really great with the basketball and the double team. He really needs to be in a certain spots. And that's coaching to me. If you get him in a spot, he's scoring. He's trying to be Julius Randle, and he's not Julius Randle. Let's let's call it what it is. Like, and he's even said he tries to model his game, and maybe someday he will be right. Maybe he will. He was incredible tonight, though. Yeah. 26, 14, 14, had three turnovers, but again, a couple of big you know passes. Ten of fifteen from the free throw line. I'd like to see him make a couple more, but fifteen attempts at the line, like. That is, I don't know what it is when he see Chris Holtman coming out of the tunnel, but he turns it on. <laughs> and, <laughs> I mean, it's good to have him. And, you know, I, I'm saying tall task coming on Saturday night, prime time. All I ask is give us that effort for 40 minutes, guys. You guys on the bench over there, Sparks, you know you're going to have to play some. Walker, you know you're going to have to play some. Uh, cups. I mean, I'm putting Leo in the lineup and cups and cups is coming in. If, if there's, you know, for a breather here, there, but I'm telling Galloway renew Galloway renew for sure. You're playing 40. 
Like it's just what's required. And and we know that they had like Malik Renu got teed up. He has the intensity. Like I can see it within him. He wants to win. So those are my two guys that say, hey, I need you to go all the way. And Renew should have because he won't have Edie on him, right? So he should It'd have be, uh, Kaufman, Wren, yeah, or whoever they kind of yeah, run some guys through there. Yeah, he should have a favorable matchup. Wow. My only thing is if Ware plays, just remember you're seven feet tall, you're two hundred and forty-five pounds, and I, you know, Edie's going to get some shots on you, but you got to use your legs more and get it better positioning and kind of like. Try to you can't let him just front you like when he fronts us and he gets the position, it's over. We lost the point before it even well, started. And we have to understand too with Edie. And I mean, let, let's not get it twisted, folks. We're playing one of the top two teams in the country in their place on the road. So, like, I'm not you know thinking here that we're going to go in there and win this game, right? But I want to compete and see. And I mean, I'm if I'm where. I'm pulling him away. From, I'm, I'm shooting. I, I want Ware to shoot five threes on Saturday night. See what happens. Pull Edie away from the basket. If he hit, he's 46% on the year, like let's pull him away from the basket a little bit. And if he's going to let you shoot it, then shoot it. Like I, I truly believe that. Like you're not going to score on the block against Edie. You're not. Like Ware's not going to be able to do that. Try to get him in foul trouble, right? Renew. Take it, it. I don't know if it'll be Gillis or, or Kaufman Wren, but I mean, if I was Purdue, I'd probably start Kaufman Wren against Renew just because. But Gillis, I mean, he's a matchup problem. Like you tie, he's he's a stretch for, whereas Renew's not. So he's going to have to try and come out and guard. And I think you you mentioned that's a problem for Malik, and that's by design. He he can't guard on the floor. That's something he's going to have to work at in the off season and getting his agility better to be able to do that. But. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm now at least like, let's be honest. I'm now at least going to watch the game. The way it was looking at first half. You're going to watch the game regardless. Don't give us that crap. Well, I mean, Pacers, Knicks at the garden and IU Purdue at the same time. I think, I don't know. Maybe we just keep with the luck. We'll put IU on the, the small screen. We'll put Pacers on the big screen and we'll, um, they start two different times, so I think we can probably time it out. But not that I'm superstitious or anything, but, hey, a win's a win in the Big Ten. So now let's talk big picture. Indiana's 6-6 six and six in the Big Ten. Nebraska's 6-6. Six and six. Michigan State's 6-6. Six and six. Uh, Northwestern, 6-5. Six and five. Iowa, 5-6. Five and six. Penn State, 5-6. and six. Maryland, 5-7. and seven. Rutgers, 4-7. and seven. And then Ohio State and Michigan, your boys at the bottom, 3-9 and nine and 2-9. and nine. And I mean, that's a jumbled mess, right? I mean, it's the, the league's definitely top heavy. What is it? Purdue, Wisconsin, Minnesota's the four right now. They're the four seed. They're a buy, a double buy. I, I can't figure out how the life of me, how Wisconsin's as good as they are. Like their talent level is just, I, I don't know. But oh, sure. Before we get much further, I want to bring up one thing I noticed yesterday, yeah. just in general in college basketball. I think college basketball is down in general, shooting-wise, level of play. So I think I would come up with, like, press more. Like, these guys aren't as good as dribbling for whatever reason as they used to be. They can't shoot like they used to. So I think I would put more pressure 
on them. Does that make sense? Well, I think you, you're turn the ball over. You've been watching Indiana and Georgia Tech too much, bro. That's what I think. No, I'm I'm not joking. Like, I, yeah, I think you should press. I think you want to get up and down the floor and play. I agree with you. Indiana, for whatever reason, thinks you need two bigs, and when you have two bigs, and you got McKenzie and Baco at the three, who can't guard on the perimeter. He's got length, but he's not quick enough. I don't know that you can do it. Now, if you've got Xavier Johnson, Trey Galloway, and uh, let's just say for Indiana's roster, for instance, if everybody was healthy, Xavier Johnson, Trey Galloway, uh, CJ Gunn, Anthony Walker, and Renew, like, yeah, you could press, I think, right? You know, and you, you could throw Leal or Cups. Cups is fine to be able to press, too. I think he's just not very strong. Um, but, yeah, I, I would. That's the way I would play. I mean, I'm coaching – If I well, I'm a – I call myself director of player personnel for my five-year-old's team. But if if I was coaching, we'd be pressing. But but what I'm saying is it's not like <laughs> it's not like the NBA where they're like the, the difference between the NBA to me and college basketball is way different than the NFL and college football. Because when when you watch an NFL game and college football, the guys are making plays, they're doing things. But when you watch the NBA and college basketball, NBA guys don't miss shots, rarely. Well, they, I mean, you rarely. don't press in the NBA, you get torched because they don't turn like. Well, no, because they could dribble and they could shoot. That's what I'm yeah. saying. But in college, they can. Oh, Imagine. I mean, I'd create chaos. That's why. That's what Patino does. That's what. Look at what Penn State did to us. Look at. I, know, I missed the 60 minutes of hell way back in the day, the Arkansas Razorbacks. You playing three halves, 60 minutes, 40 minutes, right? Hey, whatever 40. you got to no, do. No, I would, but you got to have the roster to do it. Yeah. And I mean, last last week you wanted zone. Now you want to press. I mean, what you want it all? I want to press, then I want to zone. Sometimes, <laughs> hey, you got to mix it up, son. You I agree. I would. Here, all lackadaisical, passed out on the sidelines, not doing something. No, I mean, but you have to. I think from a coach, like the coach needs to know that you can do it, though. Like, does Mike Woodson think this roster is capable of doing that? And also, I mean. I think you're talking more big picture college basketball, but let's keep it to Indiana for this. At this point, if you're only playing six guys, there's no way you could do it. I just think that if you have, let's just, let's just, let's just think a little optimistically here. Let's no, no, look no, no, at no, no. Indiana also, Purdue on. on the, on paper. Okay. Hold on. In my press though, I'm also playing eight guys. I'm just going to run CJ gun and, uh, who, whatever other bum I can find, uh, to the ground to and make their starters tired and then bring them back in. Man, that's, CJ Gunn was bad. Tonight. He was bad again tonight, man. It's bad. It's really bad to watch. I feel bad for the kid. I really do. He got no business out there. It's I don't know how. I watched him play high school a couple years ago. The kid was awesome. Well, I don't know what yeah. happened. It's mental. It can't be physical. He's got all the traits. What, six five six six? fast can jump out of the gym but man I, I don't know and i don't i'm not to get off on that kid on a tangent but he's got no business being out there like none but what, what i was gonna say is you look at purdue right so if i'm mike woodson i'm saying galloway or gallo as he calls him you're all over braden smith like stink on shit like all over him. 
It can't get in foul trouble, kid. You cannot. Like, he turns the corner on you, wants to throw that lob, then let him have it. Like, do not foul. Leal, do exactly what you did against Ohio State against Lawyer. Right? And Baco, um, that's, a, that's the problem. If they start the three guards for Purdue, and Baco's going to have a problem there with, with Jones. I think that's a problem. And then n- nobody matches up with Edie. But at least we have size. I mean, we have size. Renew against whoever their four is. I'm taking renew. Yeah. So I mean, if you can just withstand that first punch in the mouth that they're going to give you, we did it last year. Of course, we had Trace and Jalen Ojafino, but our, like their guards are not that good. Like I mean, Trey they, Galloway. They, Trey Galloway took Braden Smith out of the game last year twice. Do it again. Make somebody else beat you. Don't let him I mean, get to the they, paint. Their team's not special besides Edie. I mean, let's just be honest. They got a couple decent pieces, but they're not. They're, they're nothing. They play well nothing together. Spectacular. Yeah, they play without well Edie, together. Without Edie, it's a 500 team, probably. Oh, I don't know about that. That's. I mean, hey, this is an IU podcast, but let's be honest. They're 21 and two. Without, without. I mean, we're hell. We're 14 and nine. But okay, so it's eight o'clock on Fox. Gus John Gun, Gus Johnson, easy enough for me to say, and Jimmy Jackson. I'm assuming. Thank God, I love that combo. Yeah, I, I'm assuming it's Jimmy. It's got to be Saturday night prime time, like it should be. 4K. Like it, 4K. 4K. I do not have a 4K television. I don't believe. But don't tell the viewers that. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't have, I don't have the money for that stuff. So. Um, yeah, I mean, Indiana, (laughs) just when you think it's completely over, they get you a win. And I'm just saying, I went through the big 10 standings already. Right. And if you look at the big 10, what's coming up tonight, if I had it pulled up, I would tell you, but what's coming up. I mean, Nebraska Northwestern, that's a big one for standing. So I'm looking at, this Indiana team of the Big Ten tournament, right? Because that's really where you're going to have to, like, actually do something if you want any chance at postseason play. This win tonight probably got you a little closer to maybe making the NIT, right? Let's be honest. Um, but you need you need Ohio State to win some games. You need Iowa to win some games. You need to beat Michigan State. You need to beat Wisconsin. You need to beat Northwestern. You need to beat Nebraska. Like, you actually have some games in front of you. Like, I I always used to say, it's all in front of us. You beat Purdue at Purdue. I mean, you're right. I mean, you're right back in the the mix. Now, that's a tall task. I don't anticipate that happening, but you do that. You're right back in the mix. But you've got opportunities. You've, I mean, we've been down this road before where Indiana's like, 18 and 14, and they're like, they're right there. Don't give us a path. Don't give me a path, Ben. Do not give me a path to the tournament. Don't. Oh, God. If we get beat by 40 at Purdue, it can all come crashing down. But losing to Purdue ain't going to hurt you. I'm just saying there are opportunities. Let's just, you know, just for for grins. Nobody listens when we win anyway. You guys love it when we lose. I, I do. I will say I think Penn State ended up being our highest listen. Let's just say you don't win at Purdue, but you beat Northwestern and Nebraska at home, and then you head to Penn State with everything on the line. And you come home and face Wisconsin. I'm just saying, you rip off four of the next five, 
heading to Maryland and Minnesota with Michigan State. I mean, it's there. It's not like you're playing Purdue eight times. Sure. How many Modellos did you have last night? Because last after last game, you were well, you were ready to fire the president. I'm the still AD, ready to fire. Board of trustees. I'm still ready to fire. I still would make the change because it took a yeoman's effort from three guys essentially last night that I don't know that we can replicate. But I'm saying I'd rather play Northwestern, Nebraska. Wisconsin, Michigan State with Leal and Galloway as the backcourt than, than anybody else. And if Johnson comes back, fine. Throw him in the mix if you want to. Cups. But I'm just saying sure, that you, this win actually another, gave you an opportunity to at least have the conversation. Like, sure, they could lose what, any of those games. What if he gets another medical redshirt? Who? Xavier Johnson. I thought he had a – He's already working at Enterprise Rent-A-Car Management <laughs> Training Program already. That's what he does for courses. I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I mean, oh. you know, he won't get it. But to no, this is fun when we win. It at least gives you something to to hope. Hope hey, is a good thing. And if Mike Watson's listening with that extra scholarship, we sure could have used an extra guard that could yeah. shoot. I mean, just say it out of the transfer portal. Somebody that could just do something. Yeah. And and I will say with that, and I know we're kind of getting a little long-winded for the listeners here, and Ben and I both have real jobs we need to do, and we're recording this in the morning, so I'm neglecting some things at work to do this. But I will say, Ja'Kai Newton was supposed to be there. He's hurt. We can't control that. But, yes, that that extra scholarship. And, and to the point of I, I went scorched earth on Indiana University. One game does not change that. But I will tell you, if this team gives that effort – the rest of the way, you won't hear any problems from me. Win, lose, or draw. I have not seen that, though, for 40 minutes. So I need to see that. We need to see that. In West Lafayette, I think somebody asked my wife, is, is Jeff going to the IU-Purdue game? Like, are you freaking insane? At West Lafayette? Absolutely not. Abs- I wouldn't have gone when Cody Zeller and Victor Oladeep. I wouldn't step foot. I wouldn't let my dog go. West Lafayette. So I think we might have to do a little impromptu. It's Purdue week. Let's go. Let's go. Get the Modellos. Get your martini glasses out. Saturday night, 8 o'clock, West Lafayette. We're coming in there with six guys to see what we can do. I almost went a little excited and said, whip your ass, but that ain't going to happen. But we're going to fight. That's all I ask for. Any final thoughts, Ben? I'm just glad to see that you're smiling again because last week I was afraid that uh, you might scorch Earth the podcast, but we are we're 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 at least breathing over here. Hey, it's glad a, we won. We came back. Um, it's going to be 55 degrees in Indianapolis today. The sun is shining. It's a beautiful thing when Indiana wins. Let's keep it going, guys. Like, give me the effort. Give me the intensity. I just laid out the blueprint for you. Don't let them get hot. Two wins in a row is considered hot around here. So don't let them get hot. That's all I'm saying. So, Ben, have a wonderful Wednesday. We'll all be back with you Saturday night or Sunday morning. Just depends on, quite frankly, how many drinks Ben and I have probably had on Saturday night or where we are, what we're doing. But this pod will be up on Sunday morning. Don't be surprised if I just go rogue and go live and start talking crap about Purdue this week. Because why not? Why not be a troll when you know you're not 
you know, when you know the other team's 20 points better than you, just go ahead and troll them and maybe it'll work out in your favor. So, Ben, have a wonderful day. Who's your nation? We love you. We'll talk to you later this weekend.